Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you use promo code DNVR, new customers can make any $5 NFL playoff bet this weekend and get $200 in free bets if you win. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Welcome into a special edition of the DNVR Rockies podcast. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to snub you there. I am Susie Hunter, and look who I have as a special guest co-host. I think I'm still Brendan Vogt. It's good to be back on the <laughs> DNVR Rockies podcast. You've been here for a while. As you can see, we are not at our studios at the corner of Colfax and York. We're at Breck. We're at the Breck Farmhouse in Littleton, and Good it's vibes. incredible. Good vibes. Great vibes. Do you hear how, like, popping it is right now in here? And it's been popping all day. I got here a little earlier than you because I had the Nug show. You had, so, you had so many shows today. And I rolled up, and uh, the sun's out, and the snow-capped mountains, Ooh. and the Breck Brew sign, and I'm thinking, you know what? Colorado vibes are up today. We're Pretty gonna good. have a day. We're good gonna have stuff. a day. What are you drinking today? Right now, I am on the Mile High City Golden Ale, which is the Ooh. new Denver Nuggets themed Very beer. Very on brand for Denver you. Denver Nuggets themed can. What are you drinking? Though? This is the Ice Cream Man beer. That is so good. I didn't know about it until today, and like all of our coworkers are just fussing over it. We had a beer tasting on our show, and he gave us Ooh. that, and it either it changed my life. I can't tell if it improved or ruined my life. Oh my gosh! Why would it ruin your life? Well, because it's too good. It's the only thing I want now. But it's, it's delicious. Yes. I'm happy with it. I'm happy with I'm my glad. choices. Usually for me, fruity beers can go way too over the top. But mm-hmm. there's a, a subtlety, which you wouldn't expect for something with ice cream in the name. But it's good stuff, Susan. Ooh. I, I, I was thinking after the show, I might like make this into an ice cream float. You probably could, and it would be delicious. Yeah. It would be delicious. Yeah. Uh, we got to get to some Rockies news, because we actually, we don't always have fresh Rockies news every show. But, but we do. T- but today we do, because the Rockies released the uh, list of of guys who got the Major League Spring Training invite, the non-roster invitees. So for those of us who don't know, like let's mm-hmm. say you do a Nugget show, for example. Yes. Just, just an example. <laughs> okay. What, You're just asking for a friend, of course. Yeah, for a friend. What yeah. precisely is a non-roster invitee? So these are guys who are not on the 40-man. Okay. Who but, get to play with the big club. Get to essentially come to camp. Get to come to camp and play with in. the big guys. Right. So you don't need to be guaranteed like a roster spot to come and Yes. Come and show up. All right. So, yeah, we're going to go through. And, of course, like, t- the TLDR of it is Zach Bean and Charlie Blackman will be sharing a clubhouse this spring training. This is exciting. This is exciting. And you pointed out the age difference. Okay, Zach Bean turned 21. He was born in 2001. Charlie Blackman, born in 1986. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's such an age difference. does this make for peers, but <laughs> pro sports. Uh, you know, I always think about this, mm-hmm. regardless of the sport, for the veterans like Charlie Blackman and the coaches, and I think this applies to Bud as well, but, like, just at a certain point, are you so much older than the incoming <laughs> crop of guys that, like, relating to and leading them becomes a challenge? Because, I mean, I can't, like, I, I hung out with an 18-year-old recently. It was a lot. <laughs> I realized just how old I am. I mean, I feel that way when I'm hanging out with, like, some of the 25-year-olds that we work right, with. Right, right. 
Not all of them, just some of That's them. That's kind of what I mean. So just to be clear, my yeah. girlfriend's younger brother, he's 18. Great kid. Uh, you know um, what? I wasn't going to ask what 18-year-old you When I say I hung out with, with an 18-year-old, I should probably come back around and Please, say Please, yeah, circle back and just clarify. No, he was an awesome kid, but yeah. every single reference he made flew right over my head. <laughs> I didn't know a single thing he said. So that that just has me wondering, like, what do Charlie Blackman and Zach Veen talk about? You know what? They, they probably talk about the game. You're probably right. You know what? I feel like those two guys especially, like, they both have such a vibe. Right, right. And also, Zach Veen just already has, like, that big league look. He does. He actually looks older than his age. He, he does. looks older than his age, yeah. I, I, I love this idea, too, Suze, because, I mean, we're probably not there quite yet, mm-hmm. but when you think of passing of the torches, mm-hmm. right, like, and, and, and Zach Veen, of course, the face of that sort of amorphous future we're kind of we're hoping for. We just like to call it the future. The future, yeah. <laughs> the, future. the future, right? Here and on this show, we just refer to it future. as the things that are getting us out of bed in the morning. And Charlie Blackman, who's been through it all, he's been here since the last time the team was competitive. He's been mm-hmm. here through the doldrums, and it'll be a little cool to just have those guys sharing the field together, like kind of a, if we're not there yet, getting close to like a changing of the guard kind of thing. Exactly, you know? It, yeah, old leader, potential future leader. I mean, yes. keep in mind, Zach Veen is a Sagittarius. He's oh. a natural-born leader. Is that what that means? <laughs> yes. I don't know the first. <laughs> I'm a Taurus. What does that mean? Uh, you know what? You are on your grind. You do your job. <laughs> you, I mean, you're doing more your job right now. Look point. at you. That's we have literal proof that you're doing your job. I'm on the air. But, yeah, more. You, you did make it on air. So, yeah, more guys who uh, have been invited to big league camp. Uh, Fernando Abad, Logan Allen. Josh Rogers, he's the guy that we signed as a free agent earlier this month. Uh, Ty Block is Ty back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Suze, look at you go. I am hilarious. Um, so those are the left-handed pitchers that we'll see. Um, right-handed pitchers, Jeff Criswell, the Michigan guy that was in the trade that sent Chad, mm. Chad Smith to the A's. <laughs> so now we have no Chads. No Chads. Chadless. We are a Chadless team right now. Uh, Stephen Jones will also be there. Carl Kaufman, who was spoken so highly of mm. by uh, the Yargos organization. He spent a lot of time there last season. They uh, they seem to love him. I am excited to see him in the mix with these guys. How many of these guys, you know, stand a chance to factor into the season, right? Like- um, I mean... This is a great question because uh, we do have some of those, you know, top prospects. You know, of course, Zach Bean will be there. Drew Romo is another one of the top 100 prospects. Right. Will we necessarily see these guys with the Rockies this year? Maybe not Drew Romo. Probably Zach Bean at mm. some point. At I would some think. Point, I right. think probably not. You know, opening day. Sure. Because he really he was just at Double A last season. Right. Like he just made it to Double A. Quick ascension. But yeah. uh, you know, Patrick Lyons, our fantastic colleague, has the venometer. The uh, percentage of how much do we think Zach Veen will be the on the opening I've day roster? That. Oh, you've missed it. I've missed it. We how have the, dare you? We have the Jamal Murray backometer. Oh. <laughs> where once a show, one of my co-hosts asks if he's back. I roll my eyes, and then we put it on the screen. I like that. I like that. Uh, but we have the venometer. I like that. Uh, the venometer is now at 30%, according to Patrick okay. Lyons. Okay. All right. I think that's good. I like that. It's exciting. It's exciting. Um, also, another guy who we've talked a lot on this show about infielder slash smoothie king 
Coco Montez. I was here for that interview. Yeah. Very rare, he, very rare for very me to rare. interview a Rockies player, <laughs> but I was a part of that one. You were a part of that. Well, it's over the, you know, I think it was the Nuggets offseason by then already. It was, it was. So you had, you had uh, It was fun kicking it with you guys. I love Coco. But yeah, I like Co- him too, man. Coco's got good vibes. Coco does have good, good vibes. Good vibes and good hair. <laughs> it's so funny though because when he was a baby like they called him Coco because he looked like a little coconut of course of course the irony the irony who else do we have going on okay so we mentioned this is one of my favorite names Braxton Fulford Braxton that, sounds, that is a preppy name that's like a TikTok name it's like a challenge <laughs> how white can you name your child Braxton Fulford but yeah, we saw him in the Arizona Fall League. Uh, Hunter Goodman, too. He was a yard goat at the end of last season. Willie McIver, he was a yard goat most of last season. Drew Romo, of course. Drew Romo, of course, was also, also got that invitation. And of course, last but not least, one of the utility guys making the list, Cole Tucker, Cole a.k.a. Tucker. Mr. Vanessa Hudgens. To, um, he's dating her, correct? Yes. That's just not like a nickname that came out of. Uh, no, no, no. They they've been dating for Dude, for, for like Cole two Tucker. years at this point. Good for. Can I tell you my Vanessa and Hutchins story? I have one. You have a Vanessa. Uh, I lived please in, tell me. I lived in L.A. for two and a half years, mm-hmm. and uh, we were at a Starbucks. And I'll pull back the curtain here, Suze. I had to use the public restroom. Sometimes it happens. You know, you can't plan your whole day. <laughs> And I was in there for maybe, I don't know, a bit longer than average. Oh and my gosh. Uh, someone starts pounding at the door. No. And I said, give me a second. <laughs> and they gave me a very short second before they started pounding again. Uh, this person starts yelling. I start yelling back. You're not speeding anything up in here, pal. The, the Who is no- the pal? The knocking subsides, and I open the door, and I walk out, and the whole restaurant, is, the whole Starbucks is staring at me in horror. And my girlfriend at the time looks at me, and she says... You just embarrassed me in front of Vanessa Ann Hudgens. She was the knocker. She was the knocker. And she couldn't get in because your boy was taking too long. And I think that's that's a good, like, because that's me. You know what I mean? You that get, is, that you are you are relentlessly yourself. Though. At all times. At all times. So sorry, Vanessa. I hope you found a bathroom eventually. You know, when we see her at spring training, um, I will let her know that you apologize. Tell Cole that your coworker owes her an apology. Just... Just I'll let tell him know. Him. I'll tell him. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we got that on the that way. That is a lot. I'm so glad you got that off your chest. That is, that is a lot. It's been killing me. That's it's been a lot. killing me. That is a lot. Sometimes you got to go, and you're not in charge of how long it, it takes, Susie. This is what happens when you do shows at breweries all day. <laughs> Just a man. Just a man. Um, I love it. I love it. Um, all right. More Rockies news. Todd Helton reacted to not making it into the Hall of Fame this year. I. What is your reaction? I don't think I've even like talked so, to you. Like, so he should be a Hall of Fame. Like, he should I, be. I think full stop. You know, it's kind of there. There will be something deeply ironic to Larry Walker being in and not Todd Helton. And like, I think Larry Walker maybe more so transcends the Rockies thing. Yeah. Like, if you're just talking to the average baseball fan, mm-hmm. they all know who he is. He mm-hmm. has that kind of flashy. Yeah. Star appeal. Mm-hmm. But of course, if you're talking Rockies greats, you can't get through any record, right, or, mm-hmm. or talk with any historian, if you will, without mentioning Todd Helton, right? So, like, if there's going to be Rockies in there, Helton should be in there. Yeah. Having said that, ultimately not surprised, because that's just how this seems to go. That's how it works, yeah. Right. I, that's how we felt about it at the party. Um, you know, it's like, okay, we weren't terribly surprised. A little disappointed, but not terribly surprised, because if it's not this year, it's next year. Sure, and I think he will next year, but... It, <laughs> 
you know what's strange? Like, I'm a big Cardinals fan, but, but no. I, I watched Scott Rowland. <laughs> I watched Scott Rowland. Yeah. I'm very surprised he got in. I, and I don't know, like, I'm not super hip to, you know, what all the writers are thinking. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm certainly not Patrick with this stuff. But he no, always, no, he, no one is. He always struck me as a very talented guy, but I never, mm-hmm. you know, I saw Jim Edmonds and Albert Pujols, and I thought of them as a level above. So good for Scott, but a little surprising. And if he's going to be Like in if there, Scott's getting in. That's kind of how I feel. Todd, Todd, Todd should be in there. But. Uh, but, yeah, Todd Helton caught up with Thomas Harding of MLB.com, one of our buddies. Um, but Todd said, I'm disappointed, but it's something I can't control perspective. Yeah. He also said that he was more nervous than he should have been. So he admitted he was like a little nervous I, going I, into the announcement. I like the honesty because mm-hmm. how could you not be? And I think during a career, an athlete will downplay these things. Mm-hmm. I just want to win. I'm just here to be a part of the team. I love transparency. I yes. love emotional transparency. Right. Tell me how you feel. Right. It's okay. We're not going to twist your words. And We're but, not going to make you sound all... like a weirdo. Right, right. And right. Tell us how you feel. And tell of course, me how you feel. If you've dedicated your life to this game and played at the level that, that Todd did, you want to get in. You want to get in. And, and you know what? No I want you to care it. about that. Yes. I want you to care about that. Yes. So it's tough. Um, it, it, when he says it's something he can't control, that's a funny thing to think about because his career is done. He yeah. did everything he could to put himself in this mm-hmm. position. And it's a weird process where sometimes you'll get further along the next cycle. And in between now and then, you've done nothing different. <laughs> you, you've not yeah. made your case any further. So out of your control is It's like it really is, though, out of his hands. Nothing he can Jesus do. Jesus, take the wheel. But I, I hope he gets in eventually. And like we said, like if Scott's in, I think he should be in. No one gets this close and... Right. Doesn't get it. Right. It'll happen. You know? It'll happen for him. Um, so. But, you know, when we packed everyone in the bar, <laughs> we were hoping it would happen this time. You know what? But this was a great warm-up. It was. And now we can tell people, okay, this many people came this time. And it's going to be, it's now gonna we know be for so sure. It's going to be so lit. I said to, we had a lot of Sabre members, and a lot of Sabre members are, like, older men. Sure. So, like, I was Shocking. saying goodbye to one of them that I knew, and I was like, oh, like, you know, we'll do this again next year. It'll be lit next year. Right, and he's right. just like, what? He's like, Does, was that English? What? <laughs> what is this Gen Z nonsense you're talking at me? <laughs> it's actually a hilarious visual. <laughs> Uh, Patrick is our uh, liaison for those folks. He's he, our, uh, he is. our he's translator. The, he's the translator. <laughs> he's the translator. Um, like, I love the Sabre guys, but I really do. Like, I, the same guys every single Sabre meeting are like, so what is your job? Right, yeah, yeah. They, will, they cannot comprehend this as a full-time job. DNVR, I think, is a departure <laughs> from traditional media in every corner, but in baseball, it's like, it's a whole world away. It it's is. a whole planet. And again, Patrick is that liaison. He is. Old world. We're New lost without him. I think you're doing great. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, we, I, I, I'm not, I'm no Patrick in that I can't uh, do the transitions that he does. I'm okay with that. I, it's, it gets a little confusing. I'm like, I really don't up. know what's an ad read and what's not an ad yeah. read. But even though we're not there tonight, right now, DMVR Bar, Colfax and York, always a good time. Yeah, it's still popping over there. I guarantee it. But listen. If you are not a diehard already, you're missing out on 15% off your tab at the bar, 20% off of everything at dnvrlocker.com, 20% off for Broncos tailgates and Nuggets party buses. We have one of those coming up. We do. We do. On uh, February 4th, I want to say. That's soon. 
it's sold out. You can still get bus-only tickets, though, Susie, so oh, I'm glad okay. you asked me. Mm-hmm. If you already have tickets to the Nuggets game, but you want to be a part of the takeover for that Hawks game, um, you can buy bus-only tickets on our event. Honestly, that's worth it itself, because who doesn't want to ride to the game? You're already going, so you might as well just turn the whole experience into a Nuggets night, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And and. Come rock with us. So I like that. All right, so twenty percent off of that if you're a diehard, and that annual membership comes with a free T-shirt from DNVRLocker.com. Every year, not just one free T-shirt, but every year you're going to get a brand new T-shirt, and we've got the best merch in the game. Plus, you are getting extra raffle tickets at all of our watch parties to win even more free gear and access to our diehards only Discord, so you can chat with everyone in our amazing community about pretty much anything you want to talk we about. Have so many channels. We have so many channels. And every day someone goes, can I create this channel? And we just say, go for it, go man. Go for it. Go for it. For go some for reason, it. like, I think Patrick added me to the wrestling channel. Just to bother you? It's harassment. And I won't say it. Listen, Patrick, enough's enough. But enough put me in enough. there. I'm into it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate you guys. All right. But listen, you know where we're at. We're at the Breck Farmhouse in Littleton. Breck has some really good, good things going on with us right now. Did uh, the words courtside fit mean anything to you? Courtside fit. <laughs> uh, courtside fit. Courtside fit. Listen, I want to sit courtside, and I want to show off my best fit, uh, but I'm not eligible, actually, Susie, for the giveaway. So, yeah, there are a couple giveaways going on. Uh, yeah, because Breck and DNVR have teamed up to give some lucky DNVR fans the ultimate game day experience, VIP tickets, Lexus Club access, parking, DNVR merch. Okay, this actually sounds amazing, and I'm mad that we can't win this. Uh, so there's an apps giveaway, and there's a Nuggets giveaway. The Nuggets won Thursday, March 30th, versus the New Orleans Pelicans. Two tickets, courtside. Courtside. You get those Lexus Club. A- you get that Lexus Club access. Bring you get your a courtside fit. You get you get to wear a courtside fit. You get DNVR gear. Here's the the most amazing part, I think. Parking pass. Parking, Parking pass. That's good stuff. Parking pass. Whoa. That's yes. big time. That's really, honestly one of the things you don't think about when you've got a whole game experience lined mm-hmm. up. How are you getting there? How are you parking? How much is it going to cost? So it's actually the full experience. The and I, full experience. I appreciate that so much. So here is how you enter. You're going to head to thednvr.com slash Breck Sweeps. Then complete the form to enter. It is absolutely that easy. You must be 21 or older. You're going to see the link in the description of this show. Winners will be selected one week before the game. And Love it. Speaking of the ultimate experience, Jive Hive. We love Jive Hive. Jive Hive is kind of groundbreaking. They are a dispensary on wheels. I love it. And probably even cheaper than the brick-and-mortar dispensary that you go to because they're not paying rent for a big brick-and-mortar. They are just delivering it all to you. And it's the same menu. So anything you would want or expect to see Mm -hmm. brick-and-mortar, you're going to see it online, and Jive Hive is willing to drive it straight to you. Yes, and there are so many reasons to not go to a dispensary. I mean, maybe you don't like the weather. There's a lot of snow on the ground that hasn't gone away. It's a little annoying. I don't like driving in it. I would love to have these things delivered to me. You, If you're already having a party and you need some more goodies, they can deliver to you. If you have a job where maybe you don't want people in your business and knowing that you go to the dispensary or knowing what you get from maybe the dispensary. Maybe you're a doctor or a lawyer or one you know, of those unserious jobs. Yeah, you know? I wouldn't know what that's like. Right. Uh, but Or if you just don't want to run into anyone that day. 
Maybe you're doing like a real nice hair mask. Maybe, you're, maybe your ex-girlfriend's <laughs> a bud tender at your favorite dispensary, and that's just ruined the whole experience for you. That would ruin it. You that know? would ruin just, it. Just get it from Drive Hive. Just get it from Jive Hive. So here's how you do it. Go to jivehive.com. That's J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com and get your order delivered the same day or schedule a delivery window. And they'll be there to say, hi. 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 <laughs> There's some, uh, I can't say too much, but I'm going to say just enough. Okay. Some big, big things coming. DNVR, Jive Hive, handshake emoji. That's all I can say. Shake emoji. But the collab is going to get more intense. Yeah, you guys are going to want to know the name Jive Hive. That's J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E dot com. All right. We got to talk about some news news. News news. Some news news. Have you heard about the Bally Sports debacle? Uh, Just enough. Just enough to know. It's, It's not a good situation. So they are... It looks like they are heading towards bankruptcy. And, and that they, is going to be a big problem, especially for the MLB teams that they have TV partnerships with. Because they're the regional option for a pretty large chunk of teams in the league. Yes, yes. So just for just for baseball teams, here is who they have. This would affect the Diamondbacks, the Tigers, the Marlins, the Guardians, the Royals, the Cardinals, Twins, Reds, Padres, Angels, Braves, Rangers, Rays, Brewers. That's a hunky, a healthy chunk of teams. That is like about half of the teams. Yeah, that's a lot. So this is, I mean, listen, when I think about this stuff, my mind wanders to the Nuggets situation Mm -hmm. where kind of a different thing altogether. Yeah. But I just think you're going to see teams have fewer and fewer of the traditional options to turn to Mm -hmm. in terms of lucrative TV deals, but also just having their teams on TV, period. I mean, here's the issue, though. More so than any other of the major sports, MLB teams get so much money from these deals. Correct. Like, they really rely on that money where, you know, other teams have big deals, but they're not depending on that money to the degree that MLB teams. So, like, you'll, you'll appreciate this. So the St. Louis, Car- St. Louis Cardinals, a team with, you know, great fan support, great turnout, very passionate fan base in the St. Louis area and beyond. They get $66 million a year from Bally for their 15-year, $1 billion deal. Yep. So that is $66 million a year. That's more than they are getting from the Rockies for Nolan Arenado. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And when you read about Cardinals free agencies and what's coming up or what could be projected, you can't make it three paragraphs into any primer without the projected TV money or the expected TV money. For some of these middle market teams, might be a bit of a stretch for some of them, but Mm -hmm. they're not the Dodgers or the Yankees. Mm -hmm. This is how they stay competitive. Yeah. So this money missing, I mean, listen, I, I think some of these ownership groups are just plain stingy as it is mm-hmm. in terms of just going out and spending, and this isn't going to help any. Um, this is sure. this is going to affect the whole, just the whole league. The whole league. This is going to affect the whole league. Well, I think the whole the whole kind of system is going to come crashing down here at some point between the way the blackouts are negotiated with mm-hmm. MLB TV or in my case NBA TV with the Nuggets. Yeah. Um, just like what's expected in terms of where you turn to see your teams on TV, whether it's Bali going bankrupt or teams reaching um, an impasse, mm-hmm. right, with Comcast. Like, you're just going to see more and more teams like 
we're not on TV this year, or we don't know where the money's coming mm -hmm. from. And I, I, like the industry is just in this weird place where there aren't easy or obvious answers, I think, to these yeah. questions. So if they do declare for bankruptcy, which it looks like will happen, um, those TV deals will just disappear. Like there will be nothing. This will happen after the season has already started. So uh, interesting to see how this is all going to pan out, especially for these markets that are directly impacted. Um, a thing that I didn't realize, um, I didn't realize that, so Bally is owned by, Bally is operated by Diamond Sports Group, which is a subsidiary of Sinclair, which owns a ton of local news stations right. all over the country. Not in Colorado, which I was surprised by actually. Um, but yeah, they, they picked up the, uh, the RSNs from Disney, who picked them up from Fox. So it's just been like changing hands for a while, and now it's not working out. But yeah, this could, this could be a big change for those blackout rules that we've seen in MLB that have driven everyone else. Like poor, the state of Iowa gets blacked out from right. four different MLB teams. Right. How do you watch any games? I know. I, you can't watch anything. You're just going to see more and more fans put in the position mm -hmm. that, I know it's a slightly different scenario, that Nuggets fans are in right now, and, and you're just going to see more and more fans without a, a uh, the options they're used to in terms yeah. of just watching their favorite teams. And the ownership groups that have had foresight and have the resources to put money or work or effort into alternative plans yeah. uh, will come out in better shape than the ones that are just sitting on their hands. Mm -hmm. Because listen, like we know, you know, the, the, the Nugget, I keep bringing this back to what I know. You know what you know, yeah. The, the, the Nuggets are one of the most successful teams in the league right now, and they're one of the least popular teams in the league. Mm -hmm. And a large part of that is because they're not on TV at all. Uh, and, and so some of these teams, of course, are going to pivot to other options. But, like, as this stuff becomes more and more the norm, you're going to see teams scrambling. And it's the ownership groups with foresight and resources yeah. that are going to land on their feet. Um, interesting. According to Bloomberg, Sinclair is considering a streaming service that would give fans the options to pay for individual games or even just the last few minutes of a game. That is wild to me. And that, that sounds ideal, but of course the first thought is how... Would you, would you want to watch just the last few minutes of a game? Some, sometimes I think, like, how many games were you... Like, I do that now with my MLB TV app where I'll see, like, the cards game wraps up and I see the Mets are in the eighth of a close game. Like, I'm yeah. popping in. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do, of but course... But if it's your team, if you were like, oh, let me only watch, like, the last ten minutes of well, this if game. Well, if that's all you can get, sure. But I do think that this is going to be really expensive is probably what I would... Anytime yeah. you have a, a streaming option that's so convenient, it, it the price is so up there that the the the, the cost of like is this worth it to me? Um, yeah. So few folks land on yes, but it'll be interesting to see where this goes and, and what the pricing package looks like. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. Um, uh, it's going to be a weird situation. We're going to stay on top of it. We got to talk to the uh, PHNX Diamondbacks guys they know because they this. will they they would be impacted if right. this all goes down the way we think it's going to go down. Yeah, so, that's a good point. I tried to get them on, on the show. show today. No go. But I did get. We talked to a different um, all city, a different uh, all city yeah. affiliate. Uh, yeah, because the White Sox have their own stuff going on right now. Not so good. Uh, Mike Clevenger earlier this week. Um, it came out that he's under investigation under MLB's uh, domestic abuse um, policy. Policy. Yeah. That is the word I'm looking for. Thank you. You're welcome. So he's been under investigation apparently since this summer. 
So per The Athletic, uh, Olivia Feinstead is the 24-year-old mother of Clevenger's child. And she has reported to MLB incidents of physical, verbal, and emotional abuse. And she said that Clevenger slapped her in a hotel room and then threw used chewing tobacco on their 10-month-old daughter. So these are, these are awful allegations. And, of course, he just signed with the White Sox. Right. And White Sox fans are blindsided by this because the White Sox say they weren't aware of this. But we did talk to Herb Lawrence of CHGO Sox. We have a great conversation with him. He broke it all down. Yeah, yeah, are we ready to play that? All right, let's play. Joining the pod now is Herb Lawrence of CHGO White Sox. Herb, how you doing? Doing great. Doing excellent out here, Susie. You know, better than the team, let's say that. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, we always love having you on this show, but I wish today it was under better circumstances because these are some really serious allegations against Mike Clevenger. You guys have been doing such a good job, too, covering this very difficult situation. What can you tell us about the latest on this situation? Well, a uh, young lady um, who is known to be Mike Clevenger's uh uh, has a child with Mike Clevenger. I don't want to say the derisive baby mama because it's so dismissive. She alleges that Mike Clevenger has uh, done things in a physical nature to her and to her child, their child that they share together, and then threw her out of their apartment or wherever they do their cohabitation, making her homeless when she was, you know, really complaining about the treatment that she got, you know, through Instagram and other stuff. You see her complaints. We really haven't heard from Mike Clevenger and his lawyers. They're letting the um, information play out as the MLB and their domestic abuse of, uh, policy and their investigation is still ongoing. Same thing with the White Sox and the Padres, who he was on their team when this alleged incident happened. So we are kind of tight-lipped on it. We're not giving our 100% opinion on exactly what we think about Mike Clevenger because, you know, we all know, you know, if this was to be true, we all are anti-domestic violence, anti-all this stuff, but there are two sides to a story, but for me, I choose to believe women, so that's where I'm at. Yeah, I know she has taken to Instagram primarily. Uh, she put out a lot of Instagram stories, and I know this has gotten a lot of attention but it seems like this started over the summer when he was with the Padres. How do the White Sox not know about a big investigation like this that's been going on for months? Well, through our research, our co-host Sean Anderson has found and he texted a MLB agent and says that that policy, the MLB domestic abuse policy and investigation has a privacy thing. So neither the parties can be talking about it mike neither the teams and they can't let the other parties know until after it was signed that's when the white Sox allegedly knew about mike clevenger's investigation or the mlb's investigation into mike clevenger's uh dealings in this uh alleged incident and so i would love to give the white Sox the benefit of the doubt but they have two powerful owner and jerry reinsdorf you have to do due diligence, especially with a guy like Mike Clevenger, who here in Chicago during the pandemic in 2020, him and Zach Plesak went out and broke protocol. Remember, we were all in lockdown. Those games were being played just because 
they wanted to get a season in. The whole city was in lockdown. The players were in lockdown. They had to go to the park, back to their hotel. Those two guys went out partying and broke protocol. The Cleveland Indians at the time, now Guardians, told those two they have to drive back, not fly back with the team. And so later on that year, they traded Mike Clevenger because he was such a disruption to the team and penalized him. So from there, which that happened in Chicago versus the White Sox, they should have known there was a red flag there. Now, people in San Diego have told me he's been nothing but a model citizen since he came over there in 2020. He had a Tommy John surgery and missed the whole 2021 season. But for the White Sox to sign this guy, really jumped the market to sign him. I think they signed him right before December, or the announced signing was right before December, and he finally got done around the winter meetings. That is a egregious thing to not do due diligence with anybody. Hey, let me talk to former girlfriends. Let me talk to this lady who he's had a child with. Why is he not with this lady anymore? Why is he not with this other um, lady who he's had a child with? Why didn't they do any of this stuff? I'm sure through investigation of their own, they would have found out that, you know, Mike has allegations against him, an investigation by MLB against him, and they would have had some pause to sign him. So I don't give the White Sox 100% the benefit of the doubt because they've done things like this in the past. Now, do I think they knew about the investigation before they signed him? No, I don't think they would have signed him. But also, they knew about Tony La Russa's second DUI before they signed him as manager in 2020, and they did not care. They gave lip service, yeah, we care, Tony's doing this, that, and the other. But it ultimately, they signed him and kept him on for two years. So, yeah, for me... The White Sox don't get the benefit of the doubt because they didn't do their proper due diligence and leave no stone left on turn when they're signing a guy like Mike Clevenger, who has red flags in the past. If this was a guy that you were squeaky clean, you never heard anything about, I'll give them a pass. But no, Mike Clevenger had things about him. And the friends he kept, Trevor Bauer, for me, no, that's a that's 100% no-go. That's why I said to White Sox fans when he was available where he's going to be making a league minimum this year because the Dodgers are picking up a salary after they released him. I was like, no, I don't want that type of player on my favorite team. And if they want that that type of player on my favorite team, maybe that's not my favorite team anymore. Yeah, um, such a difficult situation, Herb. Um, do you think this is on MLB for not telling a team that's about to sign a guy, like, hey, there's an investigation, so depending on how it goes, he might not be playing for a period of time. There's so many unknowns with an investigation like this. Do you think it's on MLB for not letting the White Sox know, or do you think it's more on the White Sox for not vetting a guy who already comes with red flags? I don't know what an MLB can say to the club without being in legal trouble because this is part of the collective bargain agreement. And so I don't want to say that MLB should have told the White Sox. I would have wanted, if I'm the White Sox, especially a guy who is a big-time owner like Jerry Reinsdorf, I would be calling somebody in the MLB office right now or when this was announced on Tuesday and say, what the hell, how'd you know this and let me and my team sign this guy when he's under investigation? But like I said before, I put more onus on the White Sox themselves for not doing the proper due diligence, and also on Mike Clevenger. He knew there was an investigation going on against him. That would be my thing if I was the White Sox. Like, hey, man, we love you as a pitcher, 
but you, before we sign this deal, have to tell us. Like, if you were innocent or if you were a person that thinks you're getting wrongly accused, like if somebody was saying that about me, I would tell my employer, hey, you know what, there's something going on, there's an investigation that I am innocent of, but I want you to be upfront with you right now and say that I did not do it, but there is an investigation going on. So I blame equal parts White Sox and more for Mike Clevenger if this is 100% true. Um, but if the MLB, I think there's some murky waters of how they need to proceed, especially with the collective bargaining agreement. They don't want to be sued by Mike Clevenger and his agent if they're breaking bad and telling the White Sox and costing him money. They would see that as a, uh, costing him money without uh, due process of their uh, investigation. Yeah, that's a great point, Herb. I want to know, how are White Sox fans reacting to this? Pissed. Like, for the majority, White Sox fans are absolutely apoplectic about the team. It's not just that this is like the breaking point of White Sox. The 2022 season was a total disaster. We all know that. The Tony La Russa thing that happened in 2020, that hurt, and then it continued on to 2022. Then they canceled White Sox Fest. Every January, fans come together, and, you know, the couple years in the pandemic, they didn't do it, and they haven't returned it. The Cubs here in Chicago have continued Cub convention. Other teams, the Minnesota Twins are doing their convention this week, and other teams are acting as normal, as you should. The White Sox fans are pissed because that's when they get to meet and get to talk to Jerry Reinsdorf, Kenny Williams, who is the executive base, vice president of baseball operations, and Rick Hahn, who is the general manager of the White Sox, and let them know their disappointment with the team. Then, this offseason has been lackluster. Even if Mike, this Mike Clevenger investigation never came up, he's a fifth starter. And then they sign Andrew Benintendi, who is their highest contract in the history of the baseball club. He only signed five years, $75 million. Say what you want, and I know you guys are Rockies people, about Chris Bryant, they signed Chris Bryant to a real ass deal, twenty six million <laughs> per year, and they broke the bank on him. We would love to have that type of deal here in the White Sox. Andrew Benintendi is our highest guy, and he hasn't played one um, inning for the White Sox, and that's a shame. We're like one of four teams that haven't signed a player over a hundred million dollars in free agency money. So that was another thing. And then to hear that the one of the two players you signed in free agency to major league contracts is under investigation for this heinous act. White Sox fans were like, nope, you guys don't get the benefit of the doubt. You guys don't get a pass here like other teams might get. You guys have been failing us. We're in our championship window and you're giving us crap the whole time. Now, there's a couple of outliers like, oh, wait until the investigation goes. Like, no, they don't earn it. They didn't earn the chance to say, we didn't know. They didn't earn the chance to say, hey, guys, we're good. We're still fine because this, if this is true, he's not going to pitch for the White Sox. And I don't, even if it's, sometimes it's not true, which I believe it is, but if it, if it has, you know, some type of things that are not true about it, I still don't want Mike Clevenger. I didn't want Mike Clevenger before this started. And so they have to go out and find a fifth starter somehow. And they don't spend money. That's the thing. The White Sox don't spend money like real big market teams do. And that's why White Sox fans are always on edge. And the White Sox take advantage of the White Sox fans' loyalty. That's the one thing that White Sox fans have is loyalty. They will never go to another team. Like very few people I know in my life have left the White Sox. And there have been plenty of reasons to leave. 
the 94 strike, which was spearheaded by owner Jerry Reinsdorf, didn't leave. All the things, the white flag trade, where they were down by three and a half games to Cleveland with two and a half months left, they traded all their good players away, and Jerry Reinsdorf said, there's no way we can catch them. Three and a half games out. You know, there's been so many times for White Sox fans to say, I've got it. I'm, I'm done. But they haven't left because they like the experience. They like being the South Side. They like kind of being the, the redheaded stepchild in the town of the second city. Excuse me, in the second city. And so White Sox and their ownership take advantage of that because they know no matter what they do, White Sox fans are still going to be there. Even though the attendance doesn't look right, you can look on Twitter. You can look on the TV numbers. White Sox fans show up when the team is good. So I think um, they take advantage of our loyalty and we are just fed up with it. And I think some White Sox fans just might be like, we're good. We just might not watch baseball. We might change to a different team, but baseball might just be over for us. That is such a shame to see something like that happening in such a great baseball city. Chicago is a great baseball city. So, um, but listen, you guys are doing a great job keeping us all up to date on this really, really disturbing situation. Herb, thank you so much for joining the pod today. Thank you, Susie. All right, it's always so great to talk to Herb. He is just one of my favorite baseball dudes out there. We are going to change gears a little bit. We got to talk about the American Raptors. Did you know the American Raptors have joined a new league? No. Okay, so they've joined the Columbia Rugby Federation. So this is an intercontinental league featuring six teams in South America. So the Raptors will be the only North American team in this competition. So the Raptors um, will still have six matches at home, six matches on the road in South America. That's actually That's awesome. That's so cool. And even better, free tickets for all home matches. So you're going to see international athletes here. Have you ever been to Infinity Park? I haven't been yet, it's and it's driving vibe. me crazy. It's, it's not vibe. far from me I, either. I didn't know. Like, Colorado is Rugbyville, USA. Like, mm-hmm. this is... It's a thriving heart of the culture. It's pretty cool. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, so listen, you can stay up to date with all the news around the Raptors move and the brand new Super Rugby Americas following along. You can follow along with all of that on at DNVR underscore rugby. Colton will keep you updated with weekly podcasts and regular content. And these guys come for backgrounds in football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, track. They are just absolute top-notch athletes. They've got all the skills to excel at the game of rugby. Absolutely insane. We mentioned the best thing about these games. They are totally free. So head to AmericanRaptors.com. And listen, it is... uh, We've got NFL playoff insanity yeah, happening. Yeah, I'm sure you're really excited. You know excited. I'm, I'm sure very you're really excited. excited. I have a lot of reasons to be excited. Uh, I hate Philly sports so much. No offense. Oh, my God. Even you though did... it's personal. <laughs> Even though that's a very rude thing to say to you. It's so rude. I'm uh, having such a hard day. Uh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Sunday will be a better day. But no matter whether you have a dog in the fight or not, Draft Kings is your place to go. To get yourself involved. Yes. Make a little money off of these Maybe games. the Eagles eliminated your favorite team last week in humiliating fashion. Hypothetical. And you're All looking right. for a way to enjoy the upcoming weekend <laughs> of football. 
get involved with DraftKings? Uh, four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We are counting down to Super Bowl 57, and new customers can bet just $5 Ooh. and get 200 in free bets instantly. That is wild. Where would you go anywhere else? If you're not a new customer, you can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays, take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout, and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. I love a leggy bet. I, I, Who doesn't uh, love a leggy bet? I love these, because what I do is I take bets that are basically locks, mm -hmm. and then I stack them up, and I add my same-game parlay bonus. And it turns out, you know, it comes out like a risky bet, basically, that I, uh, Ooh, I feel so good risky. about. I've solved betting, Susie. It's really easy. You've solved and you can't, you can't lose any money. Um, I love it. So, yeah, go to, go to your app store if you don't have this app already. Download the DraftKings Sports app. Use code DNVR. And new customers can bet and can bet five dollars on the conference championships and get two hundred in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Vote. Do you want to play a game? Let's do it. I'm gonna give you some uh, some news that okay. has happened, and uh, we're gonna see if it really happened or if it's just some gossip. Okay, Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's I'm gonna do hide it. this laptop from you so right. you can't see. I didn't see anything. Okay. That's what these shady rays are for. Also, looking very good in your shady race. Thank you. I already lost my shady race. That's on brand. That's on brand. <laughs> uh, do, I, when they came up with that lifetime replacement guarantee, I don't think they knew either of us very well. Their shady race is unfortunately uh, going broke because of me. We're going to put that to the test. Yeah. <laughs> Day one, lost him. All right. Vote. There is a minor league baseball team called the Hickory Crawdads. I heard they're changing their name to the Hickory Dickory Ducks. Did the mouse run up the clock vote? Is this is this true? I'm gonna say yes, it's true. <laughs> it's it's kind of true. It's true, not forever. It's one of those promotional jerseys okay. that they're doing. All right. This is what it looks like oh, if you're watching us great. on YouTube. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's a lot of brown. You know? uh, it's very Padres-esque. It is very Padres. But I like it. And it, are those gears on the sleeve Yeah, there? they're okay. little clock gears. With a kind of like floral pattern effect, but it's their gears. It's it's groundbreaking. I'm into this. I, I love it. I'm into this, Susie. Vote, did you hear? Terry Francona couldn't make it to Guards Fest this past weekend because someone stole his scooter. Vote, did this really happen? That sounds a lot like a Terry Francona story. So even if it isn't, well played on your end. Um, his scooter was stolen before Guards Fest, but he still made oh, it. He still made, oh, he still made you're it. You're clever. But I love this oh, headline. This I love this headline. Just in, someone who hates Cleveland has stolen <laughs> Terry Francona's scooter. Uh, this man loves this scooter. I didn't realize it was a Vespa situation. He is a, he is, it's not a Razor scooter. It's a, it's a motorized Vespa type scooter. All right. Um, this dude, this man, this manager of this team, he rides this to and from the games, from his, his well, apartment right. to the games. Right. And like without a police escort, because he wants to wave to fans man and interact with fans. He is a man of the people. They took he, a scooter? He rode this into the 2019 All-Star game. Jail time. Yeah. Jail time. I don't care. I don't care if they give it back with a nice note. Straight to prison. Straight to prison. I can only imagine. Like, I mean, this is like such a beloved quirk of his. I can only imagine whoever stole it. Their friends were probably like, "Dude, 
you've yeah, gone too far. It's actually not cool. It's actually not cool. We're Guardians fans. Give him, give him the scooter back. Yes. All right. I got one more little piece of info for you. Talk to me, Suzzy. Did you hear that Mike Trout can hit a golf ball 150 miles per hour? That's empowered. Is that true, though? I'm going to say it's false, but I think that Mike Trout can hit a golf ball closer to that speed than I'd like to admit. Actually, it's it's more. more? He hit a golf ball at Top Golf at 184 miles an hour. He is a real meat. He's a sneaky meathead. He, I mean, he's definitely a meathead. Big meathead vibes. Oh my god. Yeah. So That's here's a. We're. Here is the video if you're watching us on YouTube. But yeah, zooming in. 184, 184? miles per hour. God. I think they were having trouble tracking his stuff because it was going out of the park. What do you think it's like to be one of the greatest athletes, pound for pound, of your generation, <laughs> but you play for the Angels the whole time? <laughs> I mean. I would feel bad, but he did it to himself. He right. could have gone anywhere. This is true. And he signed a big, long, forever contract with the Angels. He's like no the, trade clause. The Damian Lillard of baseball, except I, he's actually good. I, Trout is. I kind of hope he pulls an Arenado that even though there's a no trade clause, he gets just, he gets himself traded. Enough's enough. And him and Otani go to a different team I do, and just start I'm over. I'm with you. I, I mean, my preference would be that they are just a competent club, but they're not. And if they're not going to be, we got to see the best players play when it matters. We have to. We have to. Yeah, exactly. Well said. Well said. We are going to wrap things up because, as you can see, things are popping here at the Breck Farmhouse. And I want to give them back this table. <laughs> We've, we're taking up some it. very yeah. valuable real estate. So you can follow all of the latest Rockies, Rockies news at DNBR underscore Rockies on Twitter. Vote, where can we find you? Oh, that's a good question. I'm at Brendan Vote on Twitter. V-O-G-T. Fantastic. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Vote, this has been a fun show. I actually, I really enjoyed the show. What a treat. Me too. What it's a, a good what show. A treat. What it's a been treat. too long. It's been too long. You should have me on to talk about less serious things next time. <laughs> so sorry. I'm so I'm sorry. Because I'm wearing sunglasses. It's so not your vibe. Um, but you know what we say about me closing a show? That it's not as smooth as Patrick. It's not as smooth as Patrick, and I don't know how to do it. <laughs> so we will see you guys Monday at 11 a.m. here on the DNVR Sports YouTube channel.